Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, and it must be time for the Jupiter Rising show. Oh, boy. Anyway, this is Eileen Grimes, and I'm the host of the Jupiter Rising show, and with me is my fantastic co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here. It always is. Oh, it is. Much, much, much easier to drive here today. Isn't it? I mean, you got here at 9 this morning. Well, the traffic was from 1973 as I drove up. There wasn't anything on the road. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to go around any cars or anything Never else. saw any. <laughs> Never saw any. I didn't see much either, you know. So it's pretty phenomenal. This, uh, this coronavirus has really alleviated a lot of traffic jams here. So, and even on Saturday, you know, and it's, it's lovely. That bad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> cool. I got up here in record time, too. So. Anyone that wants to drive through Seattle, this would be the time to do yeah, it. Yeah, you just close your eyes, and a second later, you're through it. That's right. Yeah, right. So, anyway, okay. So, today's show, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We have our guest, who is Mr. Colby Wilk, and he is a healer and an intuitive person, and He's going to be talking about what he does and his talents. And we have a, we talked on the phone yesterday for about an hour. It was really cool. But um, he's very good. I've looked at his chart, too, and he's kind of interesting, right? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> he's not going to like that. Anyway. Well, that's why I said it that way. I know. He doesn't, yeah. Okay. Anyway. And also we have our Celebrity of the Week who I picked is kind of obvious. He's been in the news so much this week, and that's Andrew Cuomo. And he uh, don't have his time of birth. Everybody's wandering around going, why can't we get this guy's time of birth? Well, we just don't have it yet. But we have an enough of an interesting chart to talk about, so we're going to talk about him when we do our Celebrity of the Week. And we've got all the other stuff, too, and we've got a lot of things we're going to do. We're probably going to even look at Colby's chart since I've got it with me today. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. So anyway, when we get back, we're going to do the Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And right now, it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. What the hell was that hiccup? Anyway, <laughs> it's a bit of a blurp. Anyway, so one would think it was actually Mercury retrograde, but it's not. So anyway, I think uh, it's a celebrity of the week. It's a celebrity chose. of the week. Just had a hiccup. So yeah. anyway, uh, Andrew Cuomo, who is the governor of New York State, and he's basically sort of taken over everything in New York because of all the, the stuff going on with the coronavirus. And um, I mean, I want to keep my editorial comments off about what's going on in the government and how 
how everybody seems to have stepped up in place of somebody else to basically get stuff done in their in their state. So that really has to happen, though, because if you want it done, you got to do it statewide. So anyway, his birthday is December 6th, 1957. And we were just talking about how old he looks. He does. He, <laughs> he looks does. very old for his age. Yeah, he does. You know, and I, I, you put him next to his brother, who's Chris Cuomo, on his show, and they look like one's an older twin of the other, you know. They look mm-hmm. very much alike, and they sound very much alike. But it's it's really hard to believe it. I, I looked at it, I said, he can't be just this It's got to be that Sun-Saturn conjunction. Yeah, right. It could be. You know, and he just kind of went through a Saturn return, too, not that long ago. That's true. So, so and that just doesn't seem possible. Anyway, so, and he was born in New York City, New York. And unfortunately, we don't have a time of birth for him. And, and, you know, everybody's been looking for it, but we can't find it. You'll just have to go straight to him to get it. So anyway, so anyway, I just thought about how he is basically taking the reins of authority in New York State and kind of going, okay, everybody look out. I'm going to take care of this, you know, if the buck stops here with me, you know. And so, and he's basically has said that through this whole thing. And he's has, he has updates every morning about what's going on in New York. And it's probably the worst. It's sort of the center of the whole coronavirus right now where Washington State was for a while. But now it's moved there. Yeah. So, are you groaning over there? Sanctuary City. So, of course, they're going to have to have an emergency to get funds. Oh, yeah. That's, and oh, that's part of it. Oh, that's good. that could be true. You're right. I do think it's interesting that he's got his Pluto stationary retrograde. Yeah, you know, and I... So he hides a lot of stuff. It's stupid. I miss these things, you know, and I'm writing a book about it. Who knows? I have to go back over and check it a couple of times to make sure. But yeah, you're right. He does. He was born within two days of stationary, going stationary retrograde, right? Yep. Okay. So that means that his his lessons of Pluto, stationary Pluto are going to be much more intensely and more personal for him than it will be if you're stationary direct. That means he's learned about the lessons, and now he's going to go out and do what his lessons have taught him to do. So um, it's kind of interesting. So he's had a lot of Plutonian sort of adventures in his lifetime. You know, sort of the, the teacher is... Either t- the teacher, I th- you know, I'm trying to think about this. You know, a stationary retrograde versus a stationary direct planet. It's, you know, the stationary retrograde is that you've got the teacher there and you're learning about it, you know, and it's but tougher. He's all taken it within, it's yeah. not putting it out. That's right. It's all internalized. So. Yeah. So it, he's probably taking a lot of it personally. So He's looking at his demons. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and, a good sign for a demon. And yeah. I like that combination going on with Pluto-Venus there as well. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's an interesting, an interesting sort of formulation. And, you know, and Pluto, you know, Pluto is, or Saturn has been gone right over his Venus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's now it's past that and at zero degrees Aquarius. But so that had to be interesting. That's a personal thing for him, obviously. And it's about his lovability. It's about all that. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm looking at his chart. I know. When you're, oh, <laughs> So anyway, I was just watching you. It's kind of weird. It, it's weird being on radio. Everything going, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. He does have um, Uranus as far as opposition to his 
uh, Neptune right now. Okay, yes, he does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, he also has Jupiter at 24 Libra, so I believe Jupiter is making a square to that, yes. And Pluto has made a square to that. And also, of course, Venus, he's had, you know, the Pluto and, and Saturn on that right now, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what really shows in his chart is determination, you know. And with a Pluto or Sun-Saturn conjunction, basically he's followed in the footsteps of his father going into the same type of work. And, you know, and that's very common to see that for somebody who has a Saturn next to Pluto. I'm sorry, Pluto next <laughs> Saturn next to the sun. Thank you. I'll get it eventually. Third time's a charm. I think it's just that you know that Pluto is stationary retrograde and it's actually controlling that chart. Yeah. That's a point. Yeah. And so, and because Pluto and Saturn are together in the skies right now, this would be extra intense for him, don't you think? Well, I think it's intense. Some of it is where he's being put out there where he's said things in the past that all of a sudden you got to look at it and think, what was he thinking? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, but everyone sees everything 2020. Right. Hindsight's amazing. Oh, I'm glad I wrote this quote down. Cometh a moment, cometh a man. <laughs> Isn't that an interesting? It's an interesting quote that somebody said about him. Oh, well. The moment has come for him. So his, the man has, has basically shaped up inside and is taking over. Well, yeah. we hope he does his thing right. Well, we do. We do hope so. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying Andrew Cuomo for president right now. Kind of like he shows shows energy and he shows determination I and think leadership. He'd be further ahead four years from now. Oh well, that that could be. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually, it's a little. Well, little if you late. look at his chart and where four years where things would be, right? It makes a lot more sense than now. That's probably you've true. You've got too many things going on. That's right. Uranus is playing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got Saturn and Pluto knocking things around way too much. Right, right. He's got Mars and Scorpio, so he's 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 determined. When he's determined, he's determined. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna do something about it's it. It's just hard to know where he's going to place things. Yeah. And Neptune next to his north node, which I find interesting. You know, because that sort of tells me that well, after everything else is going on in his life, it's a very sort of a hard-edged sort of chart, you know. But with an Neptune North Node, that means something about the spirituality that he has to kind of, you know, embrace somehow will help him move ahead. And it's all in Scorpio. Yeah, that too, huh? Which is interesting how Scorpio rules this chart. Yeah, pretty much does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So... You know, I would imagine that he meets with people that are, um, you know, are having tough luck during this this event, and um, he talks to them very intimately. He would have to. He, this he hasn't a, called me yet. Hasn't called me either. But well, that doesn't mean then anything. that doesn't count. <laughs> we just miss you, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> we need help out here. You know, but um, yeah, he's just interesting. The Mercury in Capricorn, which means he's very. He lays things out one thing after another. He's a very pragmatic, practical thinker. And um, he has, you know, he has a chart which can step into a leadership position. I'd like to see the time and where everything actually fits together yeah. to make it come to yeah, it would be nice. full picture. 
The thing is, when we don't have a time of birth, all we can read are the planets and their relationship to each other, kind of get an inner working or inner psychology. But if you have the entire information, you have the houses, which is where they're, where the events take place in his life. And also we would have the, the rising sign, too. Well, that Pluto squaring his moon makes a lot of sense to me because he does come across. He may say the words, but he comes across very cold. Yeah, yeah, and I'd like to know what happened with his mother. Yeah. Yeah, there would be something going on. It's, 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 uh, it's quite a political family, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, I know that uh, they expected Chris to go into politics. He goes, nah, I don't want to do that. He has a law degree, but most of those people do. So They didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> right. Yes, okay. not. Go get a law degree so you can defend yourself That's when you right. screw up. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's enough for him. And when we get back here, we're going to be talking to, we're going to take a break. We're going to be talking to our guest, Mr. Colby Wilk, and we're going to have a good time with him. So we're going to look that chart over real good, too, and let him know what we see. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He doesn't know how exciting it is to come on the Jupiter Rising. (laughs) He has no idea yet. Anyway, we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst, aromatherapist. At this point, you're probably heard of essential oils. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? You not know where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And if you want more information and you want to talk to Angela, give her a call at 253-278-1599, or you can visit her at www.myyl.com slash Angela. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, March 29th, it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald on Animal World, educating, entertaining, and uplifting the human animal. Kevin's here the last Sunday of every month now with great guests, a variety of topics, in-depth interviews, and lots of fun. I hope you can join him for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we're going to bring on our guest right now, Mr. Colby Welk. Hello there, sir. Well, hello. Hello. Anyway, (laughs) how are you this morning? You guys are adorable. (laughs) I don't know much about astrology, but I'm blown away by what you could know. Oh, really? Someone say, "Oh, yeah, I don't know much," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, these people are dangerous with their knowledge." Yes, we are very dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> you only think so when we start saying things yeah, that you wait wonder till we where talk did it about come from. You. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, thank you very much for the compliment, sir. That's very nice. You oh, know, of course. Of course. And I'm from New York, so that's a particular well, yes. thing going on. <laughs> that's right. We're, we're not going to hold it against you. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, and you know, 
you finally, finally acknowledged yesterday that you knew Doug Johnston, but it took you a while for do, to do it, and then you just said some really interesting things about him, like he was crazy. That means he doesn't know me. <laughs> anyway. I think I know I him don't. better. <laughs> God bless you guys. Oh, gee, thanks. Your time doesn't look right to me, by the way. Yeah, it's interesting you would bring that up. It and was the first thing I saw, and I thought, doesn't look right, doesn't feel right. Interesting. And that's, well, my mom doesn't know what, you know, the birth certificate my mom always said was incorrect. Interesting. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, who knows, right? Yeah. Like, she, had, I was one of three, so. And yeah. It was an earlier time. So, yeah. yeah. You know, my mother was convinced I was born at 810. I was born at 842. Interesting. So... It's interesting how what they remember last time they saw time and what you yeah actually did arrive are always different. I imagine if you're in labor, you know, and you, you got to remember the time of the child's birth. God, ow, ow, I can't right now. I'm busy. <laughs> right, that's the least of your concerns. Least of them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. But it's an interesting chart. It is an interesting chart, and we're going to be looking at that here in a little bit. But I want to talk about what you do for a living because um, I, you, Astara from Emerald Spiral said you got to have him on your show. I said, okay, we can do that. And um, <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. And um, and then when I talk to you, you're just a fun and a blast to talk to. So. Um, but you do have a very serious f- line of work that you do, and you're helping people with basically physical trauma and emotional trauma to help them purge that, you know. And so let's talk a little bit about how you got started with all this and where you're ending up now. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. Well, to be honest with you, my work is not so serious. My work is about bringing people into play. Because oh, in my opinion, good. play is the highest form of mindset. Because when you're at play, you're detached from the results, you're open, you're eager, you're excited, you're enthused, yeah. and you're in wonder. Mm-hmm. And there are so many things that stop people from being in play, yeah. trauma, limiting beliefs, karma. Right. So what I'm gifted at or good at or practiced at is looking at someone's field uh, when they say, oh, this is what's going on, and I feel stuck, and I'm able like, oh, it's this. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, what? Yeah, it's this. It's this situation that happened to your mom or this past life or this family karma. Mm-hmm. And then I ask them to direct their attention into their body and experience it. Mm-hmm. So they allow what's been hidden all this right. time. Right. Um, and what I find is when people don't allow themselves, they deny it, they reject it, they abandon it, mm-hmm. but it stays in their system. Yeah, it causing, does. Yeah, causing yeah. them to be stuck and limited, yeah. suffering. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Well, uh, I call my work psychic embodiment. Psychic. Because I'm using my psychic skills to help people embody, descend, okay. be more present in their system. Yeah. I mean, what the term lighten <laughs> up <laughs> certainly does. It means that you're lightening your... your a mental and physical and spiritual load, you know, that you've been carrying around. And when you do go through a process of enlightenment, you're you're dropping something out of there that's been holding you back for a while. Isn't it, and isn't it interesting that as we lighten up, we get heavier? <laughs> like as we lighten, we 
gets we become denser in the body. Yeah. And we can feel our legs and our weight. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not so in our heads or above it. Well, that's true. That's more like it's getting grounded is what it is. And right. when you have more of who you are there, you can you physically you ground more, you know. And you, right. it, it is, it's self-confidence. It's everything else. It's self-sufficiency. You know, right. add, add that all together and you, you have this, like nothing can disturb or your wavelength. If somebody comes along and tries to you know, snap you off that, you can't, can't happen. Right. Or, right. or you're more resilient. You, you yeah. snap back more quickly. Right, right. Or, right. Or, I, I, and, I don't and, want to pretend like I'm there, like I'm, you know, I have my stuff, but I'm able to bring myself back more quickly than absolutely. I Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You you don't lose leave you don't lose track of yourself for very long under situations like that. Mm. You know? Yeah, you get it. You get it. You're, I get like, it. Yeah. You're in the know. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool, you know what I mean, dude? Anyway, um yeah, I mean, this is basic fundamental human knowledge, you know, and I think the further we get away from that, especially when we're under the stress that we're under say right now, you know, we're going to be, this is what we're actually being called on to do is to go within and to connect to the better part of ourselves and to ground, put our feet on the ground and say, no matter what, no matter how bad it gets out there, I'm here. Mm. I'm here. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, other than those people who are sick and God bless them, mm-hmm. or those people who know somebody who's sick. Mm-hmm. This, this period of time is causing us to go in and yeah. not give in to other people's overwhelm, Yeah, other people's worry, Yeah, because it's a magical time with an incredible new accelerated vibration coming in mm-hmm. yep. that allows us to learn about self-soothing, self-knowing, and there's an incredible gift of love, mm-hmm. loving ourselves and connecting to all of humanity, and most importantly, connecting to the earth. Oh yeah. So when people say, "Wow, these are uncertain times," you know what? It's always uncertain. Yeah. We're just more aware of it now. Yeah. Or it's entered into our consciousness, right. and those people who have done their work are less affected. Yes. And like for me, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> is awesome. Traffic, yeah. Right. There's less traffic, and people are kinder and nicer and more aware, and the pollution's clearing <laughs> up. Yeah. Oh, that, you know, we were talking about that on the phone yesterday, how amazing that is that's happening in some parts of the world, you know, <sighs> and and we had to come back to this point, you know, it's basically, you know, talking about ground zero or, you know, space one, you know, where we started from, you know, and then we moved out and we took a lot of directions, I think, that were not very good, but um, we had to go way away from that so we could come back to that. You know, and just the pendulum swings back and forth. I'm looking at your chart. It's the oh. same time you're talking here. Oh, my. And I <laughs> love the fact that you've got this grand trine, which, as you talk, just screams. It's screaming? You've got a grand trine with Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. And Pluto, yes. And it's just working every which way. But you talk that language, which is a mar- it's a marvelous thing. Yeah, it is, yeah. He does talk that language very yeah. nicely. Yep. So he just uh, co- he just did your astrology, and you're probably wondering what a grand trine is, aren't you? 
Yeah, I don't know. This is I'm new to the whole world. <laughs> well, it isn't. I am so excited. <laughs> it isn't worth the grand. <laughs> no, but it is grand. You know, it, it is basically it, Noel Till called a grand trine a closed circuit of self-sufficiency. Yep. Yeah. And it's a beautiful one. You've got such a beautiful one because of the planets. Yes, water tr- water trine. And grand trine. Saturn, Jupiter is a beautiful trine. But oh, then it is. Bringing in Pluto. Or Neptune right behind it. I said Pluto. I'm in Neptune. That's fine. Well, uh, I think it's also a, uh, an aspect That's a of, lot of your psychicness. Yeah, and that's also an aspect of manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a lucky dude. Yeah, you, <laughs> you are, are a lucky dude. Yeah, I mean, anybody who has a grand trine, it's sort of unusual. It's not very unusual, but it's unusual enough that we have to pay attention to it. It allows your your focus to be almost razor sharp. Yeah, it does. But sometimes you can be so razor sharp and focused that you don't see things out away from you. You have yeah. to always kind of look around and see, am I missing anything? Yeah. And the self-sufficiency is something you just do naturally. You don't even have to try to do it. No. Uh-uh. You don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, the self-sufficient part is that it is self-sufficient within you. It's not. It's something that just operates like a wheel that's going around and around. And it keeps moving, and you don't, you're not even aware of it, but it's, it just facilitates things to happen. You just became a little more fascinating to me, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm more and that's really awesome, you know. <laughs> Next time I go to a bar to meet somebody, I'll hand them my astrology, and I'll be like, see, I'm fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, you, just, you can say, Doug Johnson told me. <laughs> yeah. I have a grand trine in water. What's that? <laughs> so take that and smoke it in your pipe. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, um, I it's interesting because trines, grand trines can act really, depending on the evolution of the person, they can act out. Um, it can be a part of you that is just so dormant. It just doesn't do anything. It's just naturally just flunks along and does that stuff and it stuff happens automatically for the person and they end up taking it for granted you see it goes down a different road but for you it's added excitement to your life because it's aspecting other things which bring the excitement into your life you know because the jupiter neptune to me is an enormously spiritual aspect and then you have it next you have it trying to saturn and saturn is trying to bring that spiritual aspect of you out into the world it's actually having you take responsibility for it and manifesting it do you do you find Kobe, that a lot of your people that you have a lot of older females around you because of what you do I do have a lot of older females, and I call mommy energy to me. There are a lot of women who want to mother me. Well, that aspect going from moon to Jupiter. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Plus it a would. square to the Saturn. I see it. Right. Okay. A square to the Saturn. All right. That makes total sense. I mean, it just... Yeah, I mean, they that, have to come at you like I know <laughs> you're but, their baby. <laughs> I know, but you get the wisdom from the women, you know, is especially in older women, sort of crone like women, you know, that are once you reach a certain age, you're the crone g- generation, and you know, there's a lot of wisdom and, and insight with that kind of uh, perspective. So anyway, I got to take a break here. Got to take a break. It happens so fast. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> so be right back. We will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. 
And this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life. People like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind hand and that will be eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. Another great book of Matt's is The Groundkeeper and Other Short Stories, which will be receiving or is receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. So feel free to look at Matt's website where you all of his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmatt, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com, or you can write him at, or call him at 206-915-1881 and contact him at his website at www.mattsheabooks.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Becky Walsh live from the U.K., She is celebrated in London as the stand-up psychic, known for both her wit and wisdom. On Saturday, Rebecca Norrington returns, eager to share her point of view on how to maintain your happiness even in the midst of the pandemic. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on AM 1150. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. Did you just burp? No, I was doing the music. Of <laughs> 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 course <Hey>, you were. <laughs> it just all of a sudden came, like, you know, what was that noise over there? Anyway, okay, anyway, we are talking to Colby Well, today. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW with Eileen and Doug. So, Colby. We're having fun here, aren't we? <laughs> we are. You know, I'm just blown away because I thought I did, I was not born like able to see dead people. I kind of came into this planet at an empath, uh-huh. and then I built my skills around that and uh-huh. developed it and sat at the feet of many gurus and other healers. Right. To I thought I did this, but to hear that it's in my chart yeah. that I find fascinating. Oh yeah, I mean, it, you know, basically. When we do a reading, and I think Doug will attest to this too, when we do a reading, it's basically to confirm the person's existence and what they do in their lives. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it does. And everybody's dropping something today. What's going on? Well, it helps you find yourself, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Astrology is a fascinating tool. It is. It helps people find themselves if they are lost. But if they are already found, it basically is a confirmation of who they are. Mm. So it depends on the point of view that they come from. So, mm. yeah. Colby, did you ever meet Marlene Goodman? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, okay. I, I don't think so. I don't know. She's okay. a nice lady. Well, she's, she is a psychic healer, but uh, your chart reminds me a lot of her. Oh, oh really? So, yeah. And she's, she's 86. 86 now. Wow. And I probably wasn't supposed to tell you how old she was, but Oh, I she's going to get you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was just looking at, uh, let's see. Oh, he has a trine from Mercury to Neptune. So mm-hmm. he can heal with his hands. Yes, he can. Well, that's what I was telling you, how she yeah. was able to do that too. And 
very quickly. Mm-hmm. And also, Merc- if this chart is right, that's assuming it is. Well, the planets we know are yeah, going right. to be strong. So that's we just got to change that ascendant a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's got Aries rising. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because he just sounds like an Aries rising. So, yeah, yeah. We just have to see how just wide see how that Saturn is to that. Ascendant. Yeah, that that would be interesting to see. I mean, do you feel that sometimes uh, life puts restrictions on you? I mean, just uh, do you take things slowly or do you move things through? See, Aquarians Are you norma- a slow bloomer is what she's I'm asking. I'm not what I'm asking, but yes, okay. Slow bloomer. Slow bloomer, yes. Are you? I would, my father would say yes. He'd okay. say yes. Okay. Um, and I, because of my gift, I tend to be very sensitive. Okay. So I have to measure how much, how, how much I can, uh, how okay. many people I can hang out with, where I can go. I have to continue you really can't. measure that. Yeah. There's a restriction right now. You can't hang out with anyone, so back off. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be by yourself. <laughs> right, right. But generally, I'm like, oh, okay. I, usually, I, I like to move fast, but it's burned me, so I okay. have to compel myself to slow down. Okay, okay. That could be a part of the Saturn close to the Ascendant, you know, because it's in the 12th. So maybe something that's unforeseen, something that you don't foresee coming or it's sort of out of your line of sight, like you're, you see you point A to point B, okay, you see that. But out on the left or the right side of your, your eyeballs, out of your eye line of sight, you have a sense that you need to take things slow, which mm-hmm. is, that's basically how we're seeing this, you know, um, placement of Saturn. Because in the 12th house, it's kind of in a place where we don't really notice it, but we feel it, you know, we feel... Um, a natural sort of reticence or, a, a, you know, something that says, just don't rush this process. Just take it slow, you know. And in particularly, it would be your intuition that would be telling you that. So, Right. Yeah. I'm a, not a big risk taker. Okay. All right. That makes sense then. That does kind of make sense, you know, in his, his signature there. You know, Doug? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we've got that Venus sitting in the twelfth house, which I think it's definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, helps that intuitiveness as far as one thing, but right. also creates these little. What would you say these secret attractions that no one say, ever sees? The secret that goes romance. On. Yeah, yes. a little hidden romance. Little hidden no one knows it's going on, Nobody but it's sees. right there in their face. Yes, it's right in front of your face, but nobody else can see it. It <laughs> cracks me up. Yeah, it is kind like of like that. I'm attracted to like ladybugs, and no one knows. I mean, yeah, that little, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If you want to call them ladybugs, yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. Venus in Pisces is in its exalted sign, so that tells us a lot about what you kind of want in a relationship. But it's. It's putting your ideals way the heck up there in the in the clouds, you mm-hmm. know, and you're always aspiring to get to that point. And you would have somebody that you meet and you would go, oh, he's just wonderful. Pant, 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 heartbeat, heartbeat. But it's in being in love with love. Yeah, mm, I, I do love love. Rose colored glasses. <laughs> Rose colored glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just I a wee love bit. love. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And, you know, you have Mercury's not close to it, but you'd have to have somebody you can really talk to. You live in Seattle now? Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I've cool. given thought to moving, actually, to tell you the truth. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an expensive city. I haven't seen you in a long time, but I, I next time I do see you, I give you a book of Marlene's just so you can have it and you can get a feel for who she is because I do think that the two of you work an awful lot alike. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. I'll reach out to her. That's, that's awesome. cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, we're doing your chart. It turns out we're doing your chart because it's something we know what we're doing here. But you know, we do want to talk to you about your business, too. So, sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm, how, I'm good. How many whatever. years have you been doing this now? Yeah. I would, you know, I'm not great with linear time, but I, about um, 20 years. Oh, that's bad. That's good. Okay. 20 years. Long yeah. time. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Doug and I are moving into our 30th year. This is our 30th year to be an astrologer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We started oh, the same year. We, you know, went to different schools together. <laughs> Wow! Somebody would actually think we know what we're doing. Who knew? I was homeschooled. <laughs> I basically was too, but you know, uh, yeah, that's tough kinda, teacher. Yeah, right. Real tough. So anyway, where did you? Oh, I'm not going to ask you. I'll ask you later about that. No, it's okay. No, I'm, I was I'm, I was talking to Doug, but that's okay. Um, I was just going to ask him, you know, where where he had his instruction from people, but you had it from a lot of different people, right? Uh, no, I had a one-on-one with uh, Rondi Moreau. I don't even know who that is. Who is by far, when it comes to astrologers, one of the best I have ever been around. Okay, that's cool. Okay, all right. All right, so we cleared that up. The other thing is about your chart, which I find very interesting, is your moon is right at the top of your chart. You know, and that basically means you take the emotional... Um, comforting and you know, almost sort of a mother-like attitude towards your clients, you know, and that and you protect them and you, you nurture them and you take care of them, you know, when you're with them. Does that sound accurate? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, even though I'm a man, I'm quite the mother. That's true. Yes. And I've had to learn to not take on people's stuff and give people their independence and sovereignty. Right. Yeah. So Which is challenging because we care about our clients. Right? I know. And and but the thing about that is though when you can bring that kind of a, um, um, aptitude or attitude into what you're doing, I mean there's so many people out there that you know have mother sort of mother um, trauma you know wounds, mm-hmm. and and that they would probably find you because of that they would be attracted to you. And that, you well, know, as Doug pointed out, like there are a lot of women that are around me, and so as a gay man. Yeah, I feel really safe to work with me because yeah. of the gayness. Oh, yeah. But also, I, I am very male. Yeah. Very ma- masculine in my affect. Okay. So it's a nice God, I think, made me this way to, to help people okay. that I yeah. work with. Yeah, that makes sense, you know. And, and you know, the man, moon in Capricorn does help you with your career. So emotionally, you're, you're connected to that. You know, so when things are going bad, your moon will get, kind of get upset, you know, or not the best they could do, you know. So anyway, I'm looking for my list here. Okay, so we were, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down the stuff we talked about yesterday. So I just That's kinda, okay. Yeah, so um, we were going to talk a little bit about the opportunity that this t- t- this area or this time in our lives or this event is happening how we can utilize somebody like you or me or Doug, you know, how, uh, how we can be of service to other people that are mm. trying to center themselves and, and, and they pay way too much attention to the news and they're getting scared and all that kind of stuff. 
So how can we do that, you know, and, and somehow connect, reconnect back to our centers, you know, because it's, it's not easy to do. I can tell you, and I'm sure we, you know, unless de- the degree of which we pay attention to the news and what's going on, I paid attention to it way more than I do now. I just basically trying to ignore it. Good. Yeah, because it's stupid, you know. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> what they put out there is not what you really want to hear. No, you know, and a lot of it is manufactured anyway, you know. Uh, is that right. called propaganda? Yes, it is. It's quite <laughs> propaganda-ish. Yeah. Nathan is nodding, too, our producer. And we know he's smart as a whip. Yes, we do know that. Mm -hmm. He's on our side. He's on our side, yeah. (laughs) My advice to my clients is, you know, turn off the news. Turn off the news. Everyone has a friend who likes the news. Yeah. If something happens that you need to know, they will tell you. Right, yeah, exactly. They'll tell you. And, and then, yeah. and then you'll get the real story later. Yeah, right. The, you, yeah, the real story will show up a bit later. You know, when mm. the mask has come off of it, when there's no longer needing a mask. Yep. So, yeah, that's. Um, um, this is this is your time to be speaking right now at the Emerald Spiro. Yeah. Weren't you this, to be a guest speaker there today? Yes, he <laughs> was. We were I all was. supposed to be there today. Mm. Well, there you go. Now yeah. you get to do it o- live over the radio. That's right. It's still bigger audience. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the thing about um, paying, I, I was looking at somebody who who said something on Facebook. That the other thing you have to get away from is 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 social media when it comes to the uh, the um, factor, the alarm factor that's going up amongst people. Thing, you know, gloom and doom and we're all going to die type of stuff. Well, come on, people. Get real. You know, um, we're we're going through metamorphosis. And this was predicted by most astrologers a year ago. So mm-hmm. we just didn't know what it was going to look like. So we're all having to go through and transform and heal ourselves on a very deep level. But we'd have to have something that would propel us to that point. You know, have us go within rather than looking outside of ourselves because it has been a very exterior-oriented life for the past 20 years in the United States. So, you know, we got it had to change. Just had It's to. a real time to reinvent ourselves, to look it within. Is. It and really say, is. okay, what do I want? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah, What exactly. is this about? Yeah. Do you oh, feel, Kobe, mm-hmm. as far as this year, has pulled you more into the public eye than normal? Uh, um, not yet, not yet. I mean, I'm just uh, about seven years or so ago. I had a Kundalini uh. awakening that went terribly, terribly wrong, mm. and so I was I was unable to really leave the house, seven years. Or do anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have and, to. I'm sorry. Okay. I hate to interrupt you, but we do have to take a break. So. Sure. Okay. So we are going to be right back here, and we'll bookmark this space. All right. <laughs> so when we get back, we're going to be talking to Colby again. And this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom, who is of the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near our retirement largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of our medical costs, only about 80%. That means we'll need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of the other 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. 
And with her, the process is really easy. And in the end, she'll save you money. So Susan has had workshops scheduled for the last month, but they have been postponed due to the coronavirus. But she will let us know when they are being rescheduled. So I will let you know when she knows. So if you need more information, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have Colby Wilk with us this morning. Wilkes. Wilkes. No, oh, sorry. Mr. Wilk. No E, no S, just Colby Wilk. I was thought oh, so. We have got That's it okay. written down two different ways here. Uh-oh. So you pick the it, right one. <laughs> when my family came over from Europe, it was changed. They so. dropped the, the, drop the S? <laughs> no. It was Wilk Shevsky's son or some oh. Austrian Russian Oh, that's name interesting. Like that. <laughs> so you're part of the collusion? <laughs> no, he's not the collusion. Collusion obstruction. I would just think that right now that with Jupiter traveling through Capricorn, yeah. this would really pull you into the public eye more and more. Yeah, I mean, the, and particularly since Jupiter has been moving over in the into his tenth house. Well, right? I know that the Emerald Spiral. You know they. It was spoken over and over that you would be speaking, which kind of puts you out there front and center, that yeah, you're a main speaker there. Right. Right. Which right. is pulling you more into the public eye. And Jupiter would give you that. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Jupiter is the planet of abundance. And yeah, so it's going to you push you forward you as far as into the public eye and socially with people. Right. Yeah. So well, as I was saying before, like seven years ago, I got sick. or And mm-hmm. so now I'm coming back out. Like okay. Well, and. So uh, I think in some respects you are really correct. Unfortunately, my public speaking gigs have gone canceled given the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, you know, um, there's a reason for everything, you know. Right. You but know, it will come back around bigger than big. So just relax. It's the whole year. This goes for the whole year. Yeah, that's mm. true. Do you, or have so. you been asked back for, for the September event? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I yeah. believe so. You just had so. to take a delay on it six months. No biggie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That means you just. It, it makes their anticipation doing. that much stronger. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> and, but right away, I mean, you turned around and you're on the radio here talking about your same thing. Yeah. Probably having more people hear you than if you were down there at the Emerald Spiral. Yeah, probably. I think we have a pretty good sized audience. So, yes, you'll be Especially heard by today a lot of when no one can go anywhere. That's true. <laughs> you have a point. They've, all they have are their radios to listen to or, mm. or their computers. So, mm. yes, anyway. So, um, let's see. Um, let me look through these items here that I was going to talk about. Okay, I did about that. Okay. Oh, okay. I got I to gotta ask you this one because it's yes, interesting. go ahead. Okay, we, we have four minutes. So we're going to have a little bit of time to do this. But what makes up a bad psychic? Oh, <laughs> Oh, mm. a bad psychic gives you a future reading. Like yeah. the, night, the guy you've been waiting for is coming. It's six uh, months. And he looks like this and okay. sounds like this. And, yeah. And they get, they keep you hoping for something to show up. They right. appeal to your ego. Yeah. And in some respects, it's not a bad thing because it gets people, you know, to go to the gym or watch their nutrition right. or clean their house, right? But at the end of the day. The God, it's very difficult to do a future read, an accurate future read, oh, because yeah. 
there's so many lines of possibility. Right. And people can change who they are, oh, and yeah. therefore possibilities change. Yeah. So um, a good, a bad psychic keeps you future-oriented as right. opposed to being in the now. Right. A good, a good psychic tells you what you don't, what you don't know that you know. Yeah, and usually what That's you what don't want to hear. Psychic. Right. <laughs> yeah. And a great psychic tells you what you don't know that you, what you don't know, but that you know, and it helps you to shift it okay. from the core. Oh, that's that's good. That works. Right. I've had so many clients tell me, oh, a psychic told me I have a dead person around me that's yeah. disappearing, or a psychic told me I have a curse. Well, yeah. that's just someone talking stuff. Right? Right. If they didn't help you to release it or shift it, that, right. that opinion's worth nothing. In That's fact, true. it's dangerous. It is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I mean, this is kind of an example. I remember when my mother, I was very young, she says, Honey, you're not going to be a very good salesman when you grow up. Oh, my. Well, I mean, and that went straight into my subconscious, and I thought, Well, I'll just never be able to sell. You know, it wasn't a big deal, I thought, <laughs> right. until one day I got hired by um, Macy's to sell clothes. <laughs> and I thought, Well, We'll see how this manifests itself. You know, and after three years, I sold over $3 million worth of clothing. So, Oh, my. Oh, yes. And, you know, and I thought, well, you know, and it was that was an interesting lesson for me to realize that when people tell you that you're a certain way, you just, I, I basically told myself, you have to just tune it out because it may not be true. Because if mm-hmm. what somebody tells you is based on their belief system telling you that, you know, and they're projecting it onto you versus it's not really real at all. But mm-hmm. you can carry around something for like that for years and not know until you actually confront that issue to find out if you really are a good salesman or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes a huge difference. So mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what you're talking about when people confront their beliefs about themselves which they get from parents, they get from sisters and brothers and daughters and whatever else things, you know, and, and they have a whole pile of them buried somewhere in their subconscious. And every now and then one will surface, you know, when you are asked to do something, you say, oh, I can't do that. And, but, well, you can do that. Well, I don't think so. But then they try it and they realize, oh, my gosh, I was basically fed a lie when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah, and the body remembers. And right? they do, it does remember, yes. And it's just in there, and so many memories or events are, are before language, yeah. before we develop language, and so That's they right. come as seeming, like, this right. is how just life seems. Right. This is right. how life is for me. There is no possibility. Even though until I see a lot of clients who intellectually know what to say and do, and they've seen, the, you know, the secret they know the right things to say, mm-hmm. but yet their physiology and their energetic feel um, share a different story. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so the they're body saying language. one thing, but they're believing. Yeah, and what's in their body is very much different, and so they're they're doing a version of spiritual bypass. Yeah, I and think... so even though they're doing everything right, their life does not change. Yeah, right. Because they haven't changed from the core. Right, the core has to be changed. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's where you hold a lot of that stuff, you know. And um, for me, on that issue, it was something I just had always in the back of my head. And I'll never be able to do anything like that. Well, I did, you know. And Mm -hmm. it it was not trying to prove my mother wrong. It was basically to prove that 
beliefs are really a lot of hogwash sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's negative. If it's a negative imprint, then yes, it is. So Right. Don't believe your thinking. It's that's just, right. It's just thoughts, yes. and it's from the ego. That's right. Exactly. Well, my darling Colby, we've got to let you go. Oh, my. I know. Your, your time has come and gone. The time has gone oh and come and gone. Dear. We're going to have um, you on again. I think I want to get you on on a regular basis because you're very positive and you're really good. <laughs> and, and he's laughing about that. Why is that? Because he doesn't believe it himself. Oh, he does too. No, no, no. I love being, I love being enjoyed. Yeah, you, we totally I enjoy you. I love being enjoyed. I You're love awesome. it. Oh, that Aries is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we're going to have you on again here maybe in a That's couple months. That's wonderful. Okay. I would love that. And just to let you know, I'm offering a free healing for yes. the overwhelm yes. of coronavirus, and that people can sign up for at my website. It's colbywilk.com. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. And that's this coming Saturday. That's right. Okay, this coming Saturday? You mean mm-hmm. next Saturday? Today's... The 4th at noon. Oh, okay, that's next week. Okay, great. Or actually 1 o'clock, actually. Okay, but, that's yeah. great. Okay, thank you, Colby, for being on today. We love oh, it. Oh, my pleasure. And we thank love you. For holding you. such a lovely space. Okay. Thank you. Blessing. Okay, bye-bye. He was awesome, wasn't he? He was fun. He was fun. Okay, so now we've got our announcements for our local things. Now, the obviously, if we were at the Emerald Spiral, we wouldn't be here right now. But That's that was right. supposed to be for today. And so um, they have uh, basically said if you paid for a booth this time, it will be transferred to the show in September. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, and that's September 26, 2020, and it'll be the last Saturday of some um, September, blah, something like that. Anyway, and then on tomorrow, I'm going to be on um, Martha Norwalk's Animal World show with Kevin, uh, Kevin McDonald, who is a substitute host, along with Matt Shea. He's a co-host. And I'm going to be on with them tomorrow from 9 until 11. That's going to be a long time, but I'm going to have fun. We have a lot of fun together, so... I'm going to be on that show tomorrow morning on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And then um, our After Dark readings at the Pizza Casa and on Burrs are on hold until the restaurants wake up again and decide they want to work. I'm not even sure if they're doing takeout, but I don't think Burrs is. But maybe, I don't know, Mm -hmm. Pizza Casa is or not. But it's not really a a restaurant set up for, for takeout, so probably wouldn't be doing it. But anyway, as soon as they're up and running again, I will let everybody know so you guys can come down and get a reading with me. So, okay. And um, also, we have the horoscope column on KKNW's website. It's right on the cover. And I do that uh, that column every month, every week. Excuse me. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot. And so um, it's changed on Monday at around noon. So you can get your horoscope for the week. And it seems to be changing with this you know, I have says, <laughs> I saw that thing on on Facebook. It said, you know, the horoscope says, I'm at home by myself for every single, every single, <laughs> I'm spending time alone at home. You know, that's the same horoscope for I never for saw it, but I think it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But, you know, I was half tempted to write that myself, but I thought, no, I won't do that. So anyway, anyway, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, the best is to call or text. 206-769-4924. Okay, and you can get a hold of Colby Wilk at colbywilk, W-I-L-K, dot com. 
And you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or TheJupiterRisingShow.com. Okay, now, next week, we're going to have on... Well, how much time we got? Well, I want... Oh, I got to roll up. I got to do it. I got to roll up. I've got to... JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. That's the email address. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, sorry. Uh, Next week, we have Tony White on the show, who is an animator. And on April 11th, we have Jackie Slevin. That's it for us. My God, what a show. Anyway, so we're going to see you all here next week. And we will be right here in the studio rather than um, on the phone because we like being here live. So have a great week and see you next week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.